about God, girl. Thank you for tuning in to God's gift through his word. I hope you all are having a wonderful day and come back for more inspiration. What's going on? What's going on? This is and Capone, and I don't go a day without listening to God's gift through his word with Tanika Drake. Keep listening. You are here working in the midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here moving in the midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here, touching every heart, I worship you, I worship you. You are here, healing every heart. I worship you, I worship you. You are waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are 
Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are listening to the God Gift Through His Word with Danica Drake. This is your friend and former media broadcasting entrepreneur and podcasting Joby D and you are here and she will be back right after this message stay tuned Ooh, I'm looking forward to it Miss Tanika Drake you already know but you know what I was hitting those high notes now I got a little freestyle for you Ooh, Miss Tanika, Tanika Drake. She been doing it so real, never fake. She got such good vibes oozing out the phone that I feel so around when I am so alone. Picking me up when I'm down like, oh, Miss Tanika Drake, if they don't know, now they know. This is like a show promo. Enjoy it. Here we go with the ill type flow. What you saying? What you saying? I let it go. What you saying? What you saying? What you saying, Miss Tanika Drake? I let it go. Oh, I kill the rhyme slow. They be loving me, and I let it like, oh, yeah. You listening to Tanika Drake, ladies and gentlemen? Bang, bang. Wednesday to you. How are you guys doing today? Hopefully well. So yes, your girl has been on this journey of getting back and getting her consistency legs, but until I get those back at trying to coordinate with different things in my life, I'm just going to do what I can and that's all I can do and that's okay. So before we get started, let's go ahead and pray And then we'll jump into what we're going to talk about today, okay? Let's go and pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for this uh, new day. Lord, as we listen to your word, Lord, help us to digest, help us to reflect, help us to get a better understanding and a grasp of what your word is speaking to us. Lord, help us to learn and grow. And Lord, if there's something that is in us that is nothing like you lord remove it lord i pray that as we are diving into some of the word lord that it would resonate not just with our mind but with our spirit and our soul about how certain things can affect us and why love is super important to give as also as receiving it Lord, I thank you for everything that you've done. I thank you for your son. And Lord, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. Lord, there's nothing else that I could say if I had more than a million tongues. Lord, there's no way I could thank you for the gift and the sacrifice that has been been given. In the name of your son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right, well, normally I break this up, but we're going to not do that today. So I've been taking, well, started taking a uh, 40-hour DV course. And you guys know I'm about that advocacy life. So I just finished getting my uh, advocates program finished. And now I'm I'm on to DV training. So 
Uh, very excited about that. I wanted to learn different aspects of DB and not just my personal experience. So because uh, it's going to be September soon and October is right around the corner, I thought I would uh, get some some starting on the TV. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. But we're going to do talking about spiritual abuse. Now, the reason we're going to talk about spiritual abuse is because when I was in the class, I noticed something in that little portion of the power control reel that was talking about spiritual abuse, uh, spiritual abuse. And what I noticed was a phrase that sometimes you guys might hear my friend, Pastor Jay say, it was saying a using the scriptures twisting twisting of the scriptures and i thought wow okay we definitely don't need that for someone trying to rebuild and get their life again so as i sit here with you guys i was just thinking do i want to be married again and for those that are divorced do you want to be married again those are just questions that I just throw out there, uh, considering some that have experience in our survivors of DB, it might be a little bit different, right? And not saying marriage is not a good thing, or it is a good thing, it's a blessing when you can find the right person. I was just saying, we need to take our time in these things, because the subtlety of the person that is looking for you, all they have to do is scroll around and they can find information, right? So I said all of that to say we are talking about DV because it is important. It is very important for believers, especially everyone, right? But because we have a lot of this exposure going on in the church, the Lord is exposing some things and some things are not being talked about in the church. And some things are not being addressed in the church. Domestic violence is one of those things. And we have a lot of pastors, faith leaders, uh, those that are in a different type of hierarchy in, in leadership in the church that don't really address it, don't have a space for it, don't have a place for it. But since they don't have a place for it, I'll go ahead and jump on that. So we have a lot of different pastors and I'm not saying all of them because I'm not going to do the broad brush and slide that across all pastors because that's not true. Uh, there are some pastors that do not agree with uh, people divorcing uh, regardless if there's DV. Now, I understand uh, that that's a religious thing that's not what the word is saying the word has been twisted it doesn't condone that type of behavior to stay in a relationship that is harmful god does not condone that 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 there is nowhere in the scripture that says you have to stay in an abusive relationship or a relationship that harms you or a relationship that is not benefiting you not helping you to grow and is not a loving and a give and take relationship. There's nothing in the word that speaks to that, right? So I'm going to use for the backdrop and uh, for our text, it's going to be pretty lengthy, but we've read 11, 11 verses before. So we're just going to be in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 22 through 33. 
And I thought I would use that because it, it starts in a, in a good place, right? And because there is uh, marriage and there's men and women, this can speak to many, many levels. But it's the husband and wife. There are, of course, other uh, relationship dynamics that exist. But we're just going to go with the husband and wife right here. And then we'll talk about the spiritual abuse, okay? So let's go ahead and dive right in here. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5, and we're starting at verse 22. And it says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Now I pause for a moment, because that's a lot, right? But what that passage said nothing about a husband harming his wife in order to show her love. None of that was in there, because it doesn't exist. What it did say was that husbands love your wives husbands love your wives right and it says just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her now when you know some people or some of those who will take a certain passage or even a certain sentence and twist it and that would be this sentence here wives Submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. And that's it. That is it. We just get Ephesians 5.22. And that's the end. And some people will take that scripture. Like, you got to submit to me. That's what the word says. Yes, but the word said a whole bunch after that. Did you continue reading? 
because if you didn't, you missed a lot. A lot of meat and potatoes there, right? So it was apparent to me, I just wanted to share because as I was learning uh, through DV today, my DV training, I found that of course we have not, I did not know that DV was seen as something acceptable in society. I mean, I knew it had been accepted in society, but I didn't know for how long it had been accepted. And it's not till recently that some things started to change. So I learned around 753 BC, uh, during the time of Romulus, there was something called the rule of thumb and that beating a woman was not considered a bad thing. Then they talked about later on, 1500s, uh, there was a person called Lord Hale and that was seen like a woman who gives herself to her husband. There's no such thing as marital rape because a woman gave herself to her husband so he was entitled to do whatever, right? So we go down, go down through history and we realize that this has been going on for a very long time. Centuries, decades, upon decades, upon decades. However, regardless of culture, it has never been and never will be what God ordained for anybody to go through in any relationship. In any relationship. And we're talking about the heterosexual relationship but a man and a woman. There has never been a time at all in the word where you can see the Lord saying it is time that you make sure that woman you beat your husband into submission and wife you beat, you know, either way, husband or wife, neither of those ways. God is not speaking of that. So when we see this happening, this is not okay. And I say that because whether it's the husband or the wife, it doesn't matter. It is not okay at all, bar none. Zero tolerance to harm someone because another person wants to have the ultimate control over someone else's life. That is not love. That is being a bully. That is having and needing to exercise authority and power that you don't have to do. That goes on both sides. The women that do it to the men and the men that do it to the women. And I realized, you know, as a survivor myself, there are things that I was learning today that's like, huh, it's very insightful. Like, of course, me going through it is one thing, but me learning other things about it was also eye-opening and very informative. And so I wanted to make mention of this because spiritual abuse is a part of church. And I'm not saying it's a part of church as it has to be there, but it's, it's part of where the church needs to open up and have somewhere where there's a connection either to organizations outside of the church or they bring people into the church that can address this. We wonder why things are happening in the church. There's not a place 
where someone can go. And normally, when someone's going through a very rough patch of DV, and they're looking for solace, and they're looking for compassion, they're looking for somewhere, somebody to turn to, they go to church, or they go to a spiritual leader, they go to a pastor, or a first lady, or a mother of a church, or somebody that they trust. And it's in that time because being a spiritual person, which means having that relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, having your own personal relationship is something that's very intimate, right? And it's also intimate when you go and you tell somebody what's going on in your life and you're asking them, will you pray for me? Can you assist me? Is there anything, any guidance that I can get? They're looking for someone to understand the plight that they found themselves in however not all those that are in leadership have the ability to really share and give solid advice it's not always there but I will say this it can be challenging it can be very hard But God still yet loves you, no matter how much you have endured from that person who has harmed you. You are loved by God. You are not trash. You are not unlovable. You're definitely worthy because God created you, right? You are his workmanship. No matter what anybody says, you're not the only person that that will be loved by this individual. There is somebody else out there who will love you without harming you. There is. And I wanted to share this because so many times men and women think this is the only person that will be interested in them. The only person in the world that will even remotely look at them and and find them appealing and find anything they do interesting and and they have been programmed and that messaging that narrative has been spewed to them that you'll never find anybody else you're worthless you're this you're that you'll never ever do anything of success you have pipe dreams you have all these negative things that stay in someone's mind and you still have to yet deal with those things and it is sad that a person whom you loved will take the scriptures twist them to benefit themselves to maintain ultimate power control and authority to manipulate the situation to benefit them and whatever that looks like so I want to encourage you today As you read these passages, as you focus, recall and know that love is what is required and not violence. Love is what is required and not love bombing where someone's just doing that once again as a way to make someone feel like they're the only one and then you end up going through tension and then explosion cycle of violence becomes the honeymoon phase you don't want any of that 
So I I know I've shared before, but I'm just going to share right now because since I'm in this, I definitely know this was part of what I want to remain doing and continue to do is really speak and share, not just from my experience, but of course, from what I'm learning as well. And it is more and more apparent to me that you have to be bold and courageous to leave that situation. And I don't fault anybody for staying in a situation because they have to make real choices and decisions that can end them up homeless, end them up destitute, end them up in situations they would rather not be in. All of that has to be weighed out very heavily. So when we say, and I learned today, that when people say, why don't they leave? That needs to be changed to Why is that person harming them? Reframe the question. Change the question. And don't put the onus on the the survivor, but put the onus on the person who's causing the harm. And let's figure out a way to help the person who's being harmed and not try to secretly blame them, shame them, or guilt them into the whys of the situation. Because I want to make sure that people know domestic violence is complicated. And every single situation is different. And every single situation has a certain particular thing it has to go through and deal with. And the circumstances surrounding how a person leaves is totally different for each and every individual situation. So like a friend was sharing to me, there's no guide that's cookie cutter. There isn't. What there is, is awareness and assistance to guide and help. But ultimately, the person involved in the situation has to make the choice for herself or himself. And when they're ready to make that transition to leave my suggestion I pray that you do it when it is safe to do so and that you have everything already arranged because that is also a very deadly and critical time so please after listening to this let us not allow scripture to be twisted out of context and used to manipulate others that's not what the bible's for that's not what the word is for and jesus certainly did not die on the cross so that people could manipulate his words manipulate any words in the in the bible to have ultimate power and control over another human being to satisfy whatever type of self-esteem or whatever kind of issues they have So please remember that. And so I'm going to leave you guys with just what I normally say, because this is going to be brief. I hope you be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what the Lord lays on your heart. And remember this. Nobody deserves to be harmed and hurt. You deserve love and you are worthy. Big kiss from me to you. Remember the Lord loves you immensely, way more than I ever could. You guys have a blessed 
morning, afternoon, or night whenever you catch this episode. Take care, y'all.